Living Above Mediocrity, Episode 2. Hey guys, and welcome back to Living Above Mediocrity Podcast. I'm Shane, I'm the Chief Cook and Bottle Washer here at the livingabovemediocrity.com, and I'm just glad to have you with us. Now last week we looked at the thought that the map is not the territory and that is what we call a presupposition or a core belief that we adopt into our lives to help us navigate uh, daily life and to realize that um, our reality is only our perception uh, that happens in our brain and in our mind. And we'll look at some other tools as we go through these podcast episodes um, that we can have in order to help us uh, achieve a successful life, a happy life, uh, to interact with others, to communicate with others in a better way. Just imagine if you had a set of tools at your disposal that would allow you to use your mind with optimum power and to take control of every aspect in your life. What if you could learn how your mind works and how to navigate and change it productively to make the improvements you want in your life? You can use these techniques that we'll be teaching in these podcast episodes to help you and to help others change their thoughts and behaviors too. Tools like NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, uh, tools like hypnosis, tools like cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, uh, tools like EFT and tapping. These tools can provide ways of improving performance and uh, allow us to be more competent in control of our thoughts and our emotions and our behaviors. Better thoughts lead to better actions. The co-founder of NLP, Richard Bandler, says that NLP is an attitude and a curiosity that leaves behind a trail of techniques. It's a system, along with all these tools combined, it's a system of organizing human behavior into its smallest component parts on both verbal and nonverbal levels. It's, It's basically like computers, and you know how a computer needs an operating system and programs in order to be functional. Well, we do too. Our brain operates like a computer, and we need programs to learn. We need programs for our actions and for doing. We need programs to help us in loving others. We need programs to help us in parenting. We need programs to help us in teaching and playing and exploring. And these programs are created by our life experiences. And they're influenced by language, the language that we speak to others and the language that we speak to ourselves. And also through nonverbal patterns and actions. And these tools will help us tap into the unconscious mind where we store and run these programs. 
We can delete old and ineffective programs. We can delete old emotions. We can delete old behaviors. And we can replace them or install new beneficial and lasting programs that place us on a direct path toward our goals and our outcomes. Uh, and last week, as I said, we or last episode, we looked at uh, the presupposition that the map is not the territory. To this, this episode, we'll look at a couple more presuppositions, and we'll look at a few more in the next episode or two to help us navigate life. Basically, a presupposition is just an assumption. Uh, they're not necessarily true statements, but they're useful statements when we're modeling or working with ourselves or working with others and working with clients. They act as filters in order to help us understand, respect, and communicate more effectively with others and with ourselves. So um, we'll look at a few of them. Like I said last week, we looked at the map is not the territory. And we we said that the that phrase comes from uh, Alfred Korzybski. And it basically means as human beings, we can't know reality. We can only know our perceptions of reality. And it's generally not our reality that limits us, but rather our inner map of what we think reality is. For example, a rainy day to a farmer may be perfect for his crops, but that same rainy day may be a horrible disaster for the mail carrier. Henry Ford once said, if there's any one secret of success, it lies in the ability to get the other person's point of view. So, in order for us to communicate effectively with other people, it would do us well to understand their point of view and to understand that the map is not the territory. It's not the reality, but it's our perception of reality. Another presupposition uh, or core belief is the meaning of communication is the response you get. The meaning of the communication is the response you get. This lets you know immediately if you're communicating effectively and it puts the responsibility on how you communicate back to you. Too many times we give only a bit of information and we expect the person listening to us to understand or know what we mean. And their perception uh, of reality from the bit of information we give them may be completely different. There again, that's how two people can observe the same event at the same time and the same place and have two completely different stories about what um, what had happened in that event. Another presupposition or core belief is to have respect for the other person's model of the world. We each have a different map or model that we've created uh, by our uh, experiences in the world that we've created from our individual views and our individual beliefs and our experiences and every person has a different map of the world 
And when we can learn to respect other people's models, that does not mean that we have to believe their models or even accept their models. But it, when we have a respect for their model, for their perception of the world, it allows us to create a deeper rapport. And it removes the judgment component when we're communicating with other people. Milton H. Erickson, the father of modern hypnotherapy, and one of the ones that was studied in the formation of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, uh, he was a master at this. He was a master at respecting the other person's model of the world and using their model to communicate effective tools to them in order to create the change that that person was seeking after. I remember reading a story one time where he was at a psychiatric hospital and he was treating a patient there that this patient had uh, would only speak in what he called a word salad. It was just basically gibberish and mumbo-jumbo with a few words thrown in here and there, sprinkled in that no one could make any sense out of. The people at the hospital didn't know who he was. They didn't know his name. They didn't know where he was from because they couldn't communicate effectively with him. And Milton Erickson decided that he wanted to take this case on and, and see if he could make any headway with it. And he had, uh, after he spoke with him a few times and became aware of this word salad manner of communication, he uh, had a secretary come in and transcribe uh, this word salad from this patient over a period of a couple of days. And then he took that transcription and he studied it uh, to be able to effectively communicate in the same way that this fellow was communicating. And so when he would deal with this patient he would speak in a word salad with him and he did this for a couple of hours one day until finally the man asked him dr erickson could you please speak uh in a way that makes sense and so he got through to him and the patient responded when erickson asked him his name he responded and then he went back to word salad and milton erickson would communicate in word salad again and then the patient would respond with uh clear communication and this went on back and forth until the end of the day Milton had the um, had this patient's full name address where he was from uh, a, a complete medical history of him and was able to get through in that and then it was just within I think a year it was this patient was out of the psychiatric hospital and was holding a steady job so we need to learn to develop a respect for another person's model of the world. And then a fourth supposition, and we'll end on this today for our podcast, is people are doing the best they can with the resources that they have available to them. When we can adapt this core belief into our lives, then uh, we we understand that this will take away any judgment allowing the ability to forgive and maybe understand a person from a different perspective. When we can grasp this, that they're doing the best they can 
with the resources they have available. We all have within ourselves all the resources we need at any moment in our lives to handle any situation. It's just how we tap into those resources and use those resources that will bring about the, the outcome. And we do the best that we can dependent on how we're programmed. So we can always be installing new and improved and better resources into our life so that when we reach into our toolbox, we have the proper tools to handle the situation. Uh, any tool can be used as a hammer, but that's not effective. It's not necessarily the most effective way to use that tool. And so we use the tools we have until we can get better tools. And so when we realize this core belief that people are doing the best they can with the resources or tools they have available, then we can communicate more effectively with them and we can offer them better tools to do the job. Well, that does it for this episode. Thanks again for listening to our Living Above Mediocrity podcast. I'm glad you decided to join us. Make sure to visit our website at livingabovemediocrity.com. And there you'll find articles and posts about uh, how to uh, use these tools in our brain, about hypnosis, about NLP, and all the other tools that we talk about here. Uh, So check us out there again at livingabovemediocrity.com. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Mm -hmm.